What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Surf in the Stream, where every week we are on a quest to find out what is the greatest movie of all time. I am Matt Primo, and I am continuing my review series of just classic movies that I have never seen before. In fact, I put up a huge list on our Patreon, which you can go to patreon.com slash two game. That is the number two. Uh, join us there, and you get access to our Discord, and you can vote on just about everything that we do through our podcast. All of our content is just about voted on, so if that entices you, if that intrigues you, patreon.com slash two game. So I had put up a huge list, several movies, I, I don't know, it was like 15 movies, something like that, and I put it up for vote, and they picked three movies, and the three movies that won was The Princess Bride, Beetlejuice, and Big Trouble in Little China. Those were the three movies that, that basically won the vote. So over the next three weeks, I'm going to be reviewing all of these movies. I have already done Beetlejuice. This week, I am doing The Princess Bride. And like I said, next week, we'll cap off the classic review series with Big Trouble in Little China. Now, I will probably come back to a uh, little mini-series like this in the near future. But as soon as I'm done with this... I'm going to be diving in headfirst into the Patreon requested reviews. So basically, I'm going one by one and reviewing requested movies from every single Patreon supporter. So going to be very interesting. We're going to get some diversity, some variety in the uh, in the movie reviews. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. Definitely looking forward to some watching some new movies, some movies that I I've never seen before. So. So I'm definitely looking forward to that series. But that's enough of that. We're here to talk about The Princess Bride, a movie I have never seen before. It is a movie that I have never heard a single bad thing said about it. My old partner, Kevin, shout out to you, sir. This was like his favorite movie. When we were working together, he uh, he, he would always say that Princess Bride was like his favorite movie of all time. And for whatever reason, I, just, I never watched it. I never watched it. And... This was the perfect time for me to watch it, I think. I, I'm curious if if I had watched it growing up, how I would feel about this movie. Now, would this be a you know top 100, top 10, whatever kind of movie for me? I, I honestly think it could be. I, I wish I would have seen this movie you know 25 years sooner than, than I have this time. But definitely looking forward to doing this review. So let's jump into it. The Princess Bride. While homesick in bed, a young boy's grandfather reads him the story of a farm boy turned pirate who encounters numerous obstacles, enemies, and allies on his quest to be reunited with his true love. The movie was directed by Rob Reiner, who has directed a lot, a lot of what I would consider like B-rated rom-coms. Like They're not necessarily rom-coms that I would say... Oh, yeah, that's something you need to go watch. Uh, a lot of them, uh, The Bucket List, not a rom-com, but... Uh, <laughs> and, and so it goes, rumor has it. Uh, he also directed a couple movies not rom-com related. Uh, Misery, A Few Good Men, did not know he directed that movie. Uh, he also directed the uh, the movie uh, When Harry Met Sally as well. So, so a lot of, like, I wouldn't say, like, A-tier movies. I mean, some of those movies are, are definitely movies that I've seen. A Few Good Men, Misery... Uh, I don't think I've seen where when ha uh, Harry met Sally. I'm not sure I've seen that, uh, but I have seen the bucket list and rumor has it. So, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't say he just knocks out of the park every single time, unless it's this movie, of course. 
Uh, this movie had a budget of $16 million, and it grossed $30.9 million. It stars Carrie Ellis, Mandy Pantakin, and Robin Wright. Uh, the runtime is 1 hour and 38 minutes, and it was released October 9th, 1987. Jumping into a, a few fun facts that I have for y'all. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger was actually going out for the uh, the, the role of Fezzik back in, what, the 70s? And basically, when they finally got around to, to making this movie, it was already too late. He had become a star at that point, and they couldn't afford him. So imagine him in the role of Andre the Giant. That that had been very interesting, very interesting to say the least. Uh, next up, we have most of the movie was filmed on location in England, uh, specifically at the castle called Haddon Hall. It's a uh, fortified country house, uh, apparently. Uh, and then Carrie Ellis and Mandy Pantakin performed their own stunts and trained to perform all the sword fighting scenes in the movie. Now it's time for my general impressions of this movie. And I am happy and excited to report that I freaking love this movie. This was a great movie from beginning to end. I was not, I mean, I should have been expecting it, but I wasn't expecting it to be as like silly slash charming and, and like hilarious as it was. And I think those things really, really help elevate this movie because let's let's strip away some of the humor for a second what does this movie really have i mean it has a decent uh kind of i guess you could kind of call it a cliche storyline it's a it's a it's a quest to find true love and it's a, an adventure movie through and through but if you take out the humor i i'm not 100 sure the movie works as well as it does and i think what they did was they went into this and they're like look we're not going to take ourselves too seriously with this we're just gonna we're just gonna have fun tell a great story and i think the biggest thing that helps this movie is is the writing the dialogue and the humor they don't take themselves too seriously and they're not afraid to have fun with it and to me it, it just kind of i'm not saying it's like as as like far left field as a three stooges movie or a tv show or whatnot because it's not but it's kind of similar with the, with the humor there. I got a lot of Three Stooges vibes throughout the course of the movie. You know, it was just, it's just dumb fun. It really is. But at the same time, I say dumb fun, but that's being that's a little bit more negative than what I'm trying to convey to y'all because I do think a lot of it is very very smartly written. And so I, I do understand that I say dumb fun, but it's not really dumb whatsoever. But it's just a different type of comedy, and I was not expecting that. Because going into this movie, I knew nothing about it. Absolutely nothing. I didn't look up what it was about. I didn't look up trailers. I didn't even look up see who was in it. I went into this movie blind. And it's kind of crazy that I went 32 years of my life without knowing anything about this movie. Other than... The fact that just about everybody on Patreon voted for this movie. Like, this was one of, I think, two movies. This one and not everybody voted for Beetlejuice, but just about everybody voted for Princess Bride to be reviewed uh, this go-round. And I think that's telling because while I love my Patreon supporters, sometimes they're, like, kind of all over the place in terms of who they vote for. I, I, I can't give them too many options because... They do have varying opinions, and that's not a bad thing by any means. But 
it, it's telling the fact that I would say 90% of the Patreon supporters voted for the Princess Bride. And I I was kind of shocked by it. I was kind of nervous because I also didn't want to like dislike the movie. And one thing I will say, this movie grabs you by the balls within the first five minutes. And it carries you through the rest of the movie. And it's because you kind of fall in love with these characters. And not only that, but the humor just really kind of propels you forward through the story. And that is one of the things that maybe holds it back from being, you know, perfect. There's two things I would say really holds the movie back for me. One is the thin, thin story. There's not a whole lot going on with the plot. Now, I'm not saying that's a huge thing. That's, it's not saying that that's going to prevent it from being uh, whatever score for me. It, it's, it's not going to hold it back too much with that complaint. Okay, But we got to admit here, the plot is very, very thin. It's basically him just chasing this, this girl that he loves through all these obstacles and basically has to stop the king from from marrying her, the prince, whoever. And that, I mean, that's that's the story. That's the story. Now, some of the some of the obstacles that they go through is obviously a little bit more in depth than that. But for the most part, it is a thin plot, and I, I do think that kind of holds it back from being a perfect movie for me. The second thing would be the score. The score has not really aged that well, but at the same time. I mean, I get it. Like, I can't, I can't fault a movie for not aging as well as it as it had. I mean, I can't actually. But in in this case, the score is just a product of its time. I mean, there's not really anything that they could do about it. Honestly, it just it sounds like an '80s score, but is not as good as like other '80s scores that I've heard. So, to be fair, it is it has not aged as well as it could have as most other uh, scores from the '80s. But at the same time, I think that does add a little bit of charm to the movie overall. So those two things are really the only two negative things I have to say about the movie. Now, granted, do do those things really hold the movie back for me? Not really. That's just me nitpicking. Very, very nitpicky on that. Uh, But other than that, let's talk about some of the positives. One, I've already mentioned it. Humor, the dialogue, the writing is fantastic. I was laughing throughout the entire movie. The entire movie. And a lot of it is... A lot of the humor comes from Inigo, Fezzik, and Vicini towards the beginning of the movie. I just... I loved that back and forth banter between those three. You know, the rhyming game. Vicente talking, you know, basically constant shit to, uh, to all of them. And then, inconceivable! Like, that is just... It's fantastic. Like, they just kept on with the joke. And it just... It worked every single time and then the whole mind game that he played with uh wesley i mean that was just great just great but i absolutely loved the characters of inigo and fezzik uh past that point i mean vicente was was great don't get me wrong it was great and i think it was one of those things where you got just enough of him and to make you really love that character and they obviously killed him off but past that point, we have Inigo and Fezzik, who I think are great additions to the story. And really, they kind of go away for the middle portion of this movie because he faces the all three of them one after another. 
and then they kind of disappear. You know, it's him catching up to uh, to Robin Wright's character, Buttercup, and they go through the uh, the fire swamp and whatnot, and then they come back into the story. And that, to me, that little middle portion of the movie kind of slows down in terms of like the humor. Uh, but it's mainly to, to develop those characters, develop that relationship between Buttercup and Wesley. So I'm not opposed to that happening. I'm not upset by it by any means. But the movie is a lot better when those two characters are in the movie bouncing off of Wesley's character. Uh, that's just me personally, though. Uh, so I, I absolutely love all those characters. All those characters. And I think they did a great job of setting that up from the beginning uh, they just make you fall in love with it. And another thing that I loved about the movie is you you have this odd storytelling. It's not just a strict, oh, we start off with the farm boy falling in love with Buttercup. No, we start off with present day, or present day for the 80s, I guess. You know, Fred Savage is there, his, his grandpa's there, and he comes into the room and starts reading him the story of the Princess Bride. And... I think that is very interesting to do it that way because, well, we are Fred Savage in this story. We are learning about the Princess Bride. We are finding out all about these these trials and tribulations of Wesley to find his true love through the eyes of Fred Savage's uh, character, the the grandson. So I think that was smart to to kind of do it like that. And he, I mean, he's basically the audience through the movie. And, you know, he's also stopping Grandpa every once in a while, asking questions. And it's like, those are the questions that we're asking at this point. So I, I think that is just smart, very, very smart storytelling to do it that way. Not a whole lot of movies do it that way. So it feels, it still feels fresh, you know, 30-some-odd years later. Like, everything about this movie shouldn't work. Like, 100%, it should not work. But, but, it 100% does work, and that is, I, I don't know, it, it's like some form of slut magic, something, but this movie 100% works for me personally, and I know it works for, for a lot of people out there, I've never heard a bad thing said about this movie, everybody says they love it, uh, just jumping into some of the few things, a few of the things that I love, a lot of it just revolves around Fezzik and, and Indigo, honestly, uh, I love it when when Indigo tells Fezzik to, to jog the old dude's memory, and he hits him upside the head, and he falls over, and he's like, sorry, I didn't mean to jog him so hard. And I about fell out my chair when it happened. I mean, it, it's stuff like that. That That is the Three Stooges to me. And I, I grew up on the Three Stooges. Like, I, I didn't grow up in that time of the Three Stooges, but I used to watch it all the time when I was a kid. So I, I love that type of humor. And when it's done right, you know, there's several movies nowadays that that try to go with that slapstick uh, comedy Three Stooges vibes, and it, they just don't do it successfully. But that was hilarious. But let's be fair here. Anytime Fezzik and Inigo are on scene, it is just it's utterly fantastic. It really is. And then one other thing that I absolutely loved about the movie was the whole Miracle Max scene. Like, dude. Dude's wife walks in and he calls her straight up. It's a witch, and she's like, "I'm not a witch. I'm your wife." <laughs> and you know, all the guys in the room, you know, hey guys, you know, all the married men out there are all like, "I mean, they're one and the same." We all know it, right? But 
And if y'all tell me that to my wife, I will deny it 100%. But, I mean, it's just stuff like that. It's just smartly written from beginning to end. And sometimes I, I do feel like the acting may not be as good as it could be, especially from Carrie Ellis. But, but, the caveat there is I feel like that was on purpose. So, not really a dig at it. It's just something I wanted to mention to y'all. But overall, guys, I absolutely love this movie, and I highly recommend you go watch it if you have not seen this yet. Uh, I found it on uh, on Disney Plus. That's where you can go watch it. I uh, did, didn't realize it was a Disney Disney movie, but it was a 20th Century Fox movie, if I'm not mistaken. And now, obviously, Disney Plus owns it. So that is where you can go find this movie. I give it 4.5 stars out of five. I think this is just about a perfect movie. It was the it was the middle of the movie that kind of held it back from being a five star for me personally. Uh, so that's the only reason it's not a five is the the middle portion of the movie, and it's still good. Like it's the the middle portion isn't something that I would say is is a negative for it. It's just that's how good the other parts of the movie are. Is that I wanted that in the middle, uh, so it, it is. It's neither here nor there, you know, but that's what held it back from a uh, five stars for me. Highly recommend going to check it out. Uh, but y'all let me know in the Discord by going to patreon.com slash two game. Join us at any of those tiers, and then that's when you get access to our Discord. Or you can leave us a comment on our Facebook page, Surfing the Stream. Uh, let me know what y'all think about uh, The Princess Bride. Uh, but that's going to be it for me, guys. Next week, Big Trouble in Little China. Never seen that movie. Definitely excited to check it out. So I will catch y'all then on another episode. Laters.